The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Everyone, welcome. Come one, come all. Florida State's second win of the season. Our second live instant reaction. The game is still going on at this moment for just, <laughs> oh my God, something, something's happening all over the screen. For giving you guys insight into how the sausage is made, it's 66 to 10. There's still eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Adam, Kevin, and I have families. We had to get this instant reaction done. <laughs> this has been a, just a, and I apologize for my voice. It is like totally screwed. I've been a little sick this weekend. It's been a thorough, complete decimation of a team that Florida State was thought beforehand to decimate. I thought they did it in a fairly impressive fashion, but <laughs> when you score about 70 points with <laughs> most of the fourth quarter left to go, the game's going to drag. I would love to hear Kevin and Adam's thoughts of, of, of the actual game, but obviously mostly positive. There was a job they had to do. They did it. Some things they even did it without having the most clean game possible, which is very interesting. I think it's going to lead to a very interesting discussion on the potential of this team. But Adam, I want to get to you. What do you think of Florida State's performance? What stood out to you, both positive and negative, of this drubbing of a team that is most likely they were a bowl team last year, a top 70-ish team in S P plus, a top 40 defense in S P plus last year, but 
a Sunbelt team, what, what, what do you think? What do you think about the performance? Yeah, I mean, I think it's – I'll start with the positive. I think it's great. You've gone out and won the game the way you're supposed to win it. You've put up 66 points so far with about five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter uh, and all your reserves in there. Um, and you were up, obviously, what was it, 31 to three at the half. So you went out and accomplished the things that you needed to accomplish um, as far as the scoreboard's concerned and not – being forced to play starters late into the game and getting guys and good, good, valuable reps to, for development and getting freshmen in there. Um, but from a much like, uh, I don't know, a much smaller picture. Like I, I didn't think they played that great. I, I really, I really had no point thought in the beginning or especially in the first quarter that they were playing. And I should say this offensively because I thought the defense was playing really well and they had a lot of energy and they were flying around. Just didn't, the offense just looked out of sync. I didn't think Jordan Travis was particularly sharp on the night. Thought he, you know, some of those 50 50 balls that they kept, they kept going incomplete. Like I, I thought some of those were on him. He missed Johnny on one. They had a chance to lead him, would have been a touchdown. It got underthrown. Guy got his, got it, got it, got into Johnny's body. Guy had an opportunity to break the ball up. Um, that jump ball to, to Keon Coleman, another one in the underthrows. It's just he misses, missed Jaheim Bell. Uh, when he's wide open, um, I thought the the throw to Hakeem Williams was 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 very poorly underthrown. I, I just didn't think Jordan played that great. And still, you went out and did what you needed to do. And, and I think this is going to lead to some conversations. We were you know we were having some of that in the beginning or before we even jumped on air here. Like, it's really good that you did what you needed to do, and you blown this team out. Uh, we'll see what they're going to be. I think everybody has an idea that this is going to be a this a decent Southern Miss team. Um, but I think you could have played a lot better. And I think you need to continue to try to play your best. And you need your you need your Heisman quarterback uh, candidate to – I think he's got to get dialed in here a little bit. He didn't start well against LSU. He comes out in this game and doesn't start well again. Like I, I, it may be becoming a trend, and that's a problem. If, I think that's a little unfair. I think there. that's unfair. I think that's unfair. At the beginning, and near the end of the first half, there was a couple of throws he missed. The incompletions at the beginning of the game were not from Jordan not being dialed in. It was from drops. I, I disagree. <laughs> I Some completely disagree. Um, the, there, there was a mix. Okay. What What do you think, Kev, is the third observer? Sorry, you guys kind of. Got framing. Yeah, it was frozen for a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think there was a mix. There were a few throws that were underthrown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that allowed the defenders to catch up, get their hands in between the receiver's hands, and that, that's a winning position, right? I think Southern Miss knew that Florida State was going to go over the top. I think they had drilled proper technique on how to break up those deep balls, and I think they did a really good job with it. I think Jordan Travis underthrew some of the deep balls. There were definitely drops that hurt. Jaheim Bell mm-hmm. again dropped a yeah. ball early on. Johnny Wilson dropped a few balls. I, you can't ignore that. I I think that if we go back and watch the film, especially if we ever get all 22 of this game, there were several times where Johnny, where Jordan Travis could have gone to an intermediate route and instead tried to push the ball downfield to a guy who had safety help. Um, who was capped by safety. So I don't think he was necessarily reading the reading the field super well in this game. Now, do you guys think that <clears throat> them not playing their best game? Like, I, I want you to say if this is a negative or a positive. 
they have not they did not play their best game, obviously. They're up by nearly 60 points on a bowl team. They yeah. had they had the second and third string in with like 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we like to see it because we're so intimately knowledgeable of this team, of their potential. But taking a step back, the fact that they had this performance with not their A game against a team of like this caliber, like, and I'm not saying it's like a, a very high caliber team, but it's a very competent team. Mm-hmm. Are you more or less encouraged by the trajectory of FSU season by this game? To me, I'm more. Short week, competent team, co- head coach familiar with the head coach because he coached on his team, a team that had a top 40 defense last year per S&P Plus, and it was a laugher the entire game, even with us having a bunch of drops. Are you more or less I encouraged think the only by the reason why of this team? I think the only reason why I would say I'm less encouraged. This is the, the only encouraged. thing. Because I agree with you for the most part. No, I, I, I am more encouraged. But the one thing that makes me apprehensive is that they could not run on Southern Miss in the first quarter. They, they tried to run counter. I did not think that they were terribly successful doing it. It did not feel like they were getting a good push along the offensive line when Southern Miss was fresh. And that was a concern for me. Do you disagree, A.B.? Um, yeah, I mean, the O-line stuff's a worry for me, but I think that some of the stuff that's going on there, and we'll look at it in film review, but I think some of the stuff going on up there is uh, just like working together, stuff that's got to get ironed out through reps and games and whatnot. And I think that that'll get itself figured out. Um, the, the Johnny stuff's starting to concern me a little bit. We'll see where that kind of goes. I, I'm, I'm indifferent on the outcome of this game. Like, It's great that they went out and blew this team out, but – you know, you get into these third strings and guys quit playing. Like Frank Gore quit in the middle of the game. You know, they made it him is, quit. They made him what, quit by beating is, his ass on defense. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to get all like wild and crazy about beating Southern Miss, dude. Um, but Adam, they yeah. outplayed your expectations for this game. That's what yeah, we were I mean, talking about beforehand. You're you're yeah. kind of poo pooing it a little bit, but they. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not greatly outplayed. It. I, it's you it's are, a great. Though. It's a fantastic outcome. Nobody got hurt. Let's go play BC. Like let, let's we're, we're gonna we're gonna get the Southern answers. Miss this. might be a better team than BC. That's good. I think, we're, I gonna think... get, we're gonna get great answers on this team in two weeks. Like I, I'm not I'm just not gonna ride a high or a low on the outcome of beating Southern Miss. I don't I don't see the point in it. You thought it was a 45 to 24 game before what happened. It's 66 to 10, and they played like third stringers like a minute into the third quarter. That, that's great. Try Why aren't you? You got to be positive, right? I'm very happy with the outcome. It's good. It's a good outcome. They won the game. Nobody got hurt. They 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 did what they should have done. But I mean, are we not allowed to critique? Are we not allowed to critique them because they are beating Southern sixty six to thirteen? Like it's not that. But the frame of I the frame is an interesting discussion for me, Kevin. I want you as like a third party observer, based on what you you thought was going to happen. You studied the opposing teams with a keen eye. Did Florida state perform better or worse against this team than you thought they would? All right, let's, let's, let's change the name because I think the name Southern miss is getting in people's heads here. So if we just look at kind of where, you know, F plus has them, but as of before this game, which I I think they're a little lower than I would be Southern miss, 
you know, there there are a few spots below. There are uh, two spots above Boston College. So if you beat Boston College 66-13, I think you're pretty happy about it. Um, Just because this team's in the Sun Belt and not a low-tier ACC team, right? we want to think bad. But Southern Miss isn't some no-name team like Charleston Southern. This is a good football team that plays F- FBS football that's a bowl-eligible team. This is... You know, you saw UNC go to overtime against a Sun Belt team, a team in the same conference as Southern Miss, and Southern Miss very, very well might have a shot to beat uh, App State this year. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think they were, I think they were rough edges. I think they were coming off a short week. I'm a little concerned. I was hoping for better push on counter plays. I didn't see it. I was hoping fair. Jordan okay. Travis would but, make better reads and make let, better throws. I didn't see it. Let me reframe this. Do you think Mike Norvell's happy? Do you think Mike no. Norvell was happy at halftime? Uh, is a head coach ever happy? I mean, uh, so <laughs> he, he was after LSU. I mean, it is what it is, though. I mean, if he's not happy, he's not happy for a reason. They didn't play great in the first half. It's great that they went out and blew them out. That's fantastic. They've got things they got to clean up. The expectations for this team now are playoffs, not beating Southern Miss sixty-six to thirteen. Like, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, it's not. I'm not poo-pooing the performance. It's great. They did exactly what they should have done, and probably exceeded what they should have done. What was the spread for this game? Like 30, 30 something. 30, 31 and a half or something like yeah. that. So I mean, they exceeded the spread. Like that's yeah, incredible. almost doubled it. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. But they've but, got things they got to keep cleaning up. They got to get better. Like they think they, they can run the ball on everybody. They haven't been able to run the ball on anybody yet, really. Yeah. As, as the starting group has not been able to go out there and just establish the run game. I agree. That's with a that. problem. Yeah, I think situationally they did they did okay. But I'm with you. As USM, decent situational run stopping team. Big, big defense. Yeah, they're a big. They're line. a big front too. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, front. And big, big front with mm-hmm. Maurice Smith being out. A lot of, yeah. lot of changes up front for this game. I think that's fair. I think the thing that really stuck out to me positively, Adam, and I'd like to get your thoughts on it. The Florida State defense, confident, aggressive, all night against a guy that that quarterback Billy Wiles and Frank Gore Jr. Yeah, those are some dangerous guys. They're Sun Belt yeah. guys, but those are dangerous guys. Well, give me your thoughts on the defense because I was very impressed with them. For I the thought they were inspired. They, they, yeah. they were really inspired. They were flying around. Kellen Dulwich had an incredible hit. Um, you know, they were rotating a ton of guys. They were playing kind of like Gilbert. They were playing like packages, and then on third down, they would bring in Jared Verse and, and Pat Payton um, to come in and, and be pass rush. Dennis Briggs was incredible again. He he looks like. He looks like him old self, maybe even better. Um, oh yeah, big time! Very impressive performance. There were a couple couple coverages that looked like they blew some communication. Uh, I know the one, the one that ended up being um, incomplete to the tight end down on the goal line. It looked like Greedy and Shaheem were miscommunicating that. They were talk, kind of talking after the play. It looked like maybe they didn't get a switcher that needed to get switched off on. Um, I think that that area continues to improve, which is encouraging. They seem to be, continue to be cleaning up kind of the communication in the secondary. Stinks that you lost uh, Akeem Dent in the game, but yeah, Conrad Hussey steps in there and I me. Mean, 
immediately makes a play and he looks he looks phenomenal. I thought he got that pick. Did you think he got that pick? I thought he I did, and it I was beautiful. I was like, why didn't they even look at it? Like they didn't even I mean obviously <laughs> they probably look they're reviewing it up in the booth, but it just I don't know. It, it's yeah. The now I, I will say just non football point. It's a tougher job than anybody realizes. But the announcers and the oh, referees god awful man. I don't know what's worse than dog shies <laughs> but whatever is what like the bacteria that grows on that is yeah. what it was listen just get me out of this conference dude i'm tired think, of seeing I, the leg pillow infomercials the alien tape the tag glasses get me out it is god awful we need an alternate play-by-play with us three I, it kills me dude they were so I, bad all night i think that's so part bad. of my problem too like it's an 8.30 start, and then it goes to 8.40 because UNC's in overtime. Mm-hmm. And that dog water of officiating crew. The worst. Horrible. And then, and then the announcing crew. Like, how the hell can you enjoy a football game and be and have a positive mindset after sitting through that for for almost four hours? Like, it is, it is a brutal product. They've got to get out of this conference because it is impossible to deal with. But. I mean, in the defense, and I'm curious because Kev was in the stands. Like, Kev, what were your kind of thoughts with the all 22 view of the defense? Oh, I, I thought the secondary looked amazing, to be honest. Ooh, with you. I think okay. Why, why do you say I, amazing? I, the you know, I, I think there was one or two busted coverages, which can happen, but yep. man, you can tell Southern Miss wanted to throw the football, they did not trust themselves to be able to run the football on Florida State. They put him to the test. That little quarterback of theirs, he's a good player. I mean, I saw Greedy Vance, very technical, doing what he does. There were a few plays where that quarterback just had nowhere to go with the football. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing both man and zone. They were communicating well. I I struggled to see how there's going to be too many teams that 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 can take advantage of this defense. I I, I think... I was, I was, you know, optimistic about what this defense could be. Mm-hmm. I think they're meeting those, those, that optimism. And I, I think, you know, if this, if, if this stuff continues, I think you're looking at a potential top 10 uh, defense with just how everything seems to be clicking right now with, you know, you've got the nickel position figured out. Greedy mm-hmm. man's looking good. Yeah. You have Fintrell Cypress, who you trusted man coverage against Malik Neighbors a week ago. You know, I think in general, the, the secondary is is looking really, really solid. You have dependable linebackers. The defensive line is, of course, as good as advertised. And so, uh, I mean, this this defense, until the, until the backups really got put in, I mean, I think they held them to like 76 yards or something like that. I mean, that's... Yeah, just an so, insane performance. Final score just came in, sixty-six to thirteen. Billy Wiles, that quarterback that you thought, Adam, I think you thought pretty highly of him. Like he had some decent skills. Yeah. He's savvy. Yeah, eleven to thirty-four, one hundred fifty-four yards, one pick, yeah. zero touchdowns. Frank Gore Jr. eleven carries, thirty-one yards. That's two point eight per. They did what they had to do. I, I'm with you. Like obviously, it, it's weird to say on a game where the offense scored sixty-six. But I think that the defense was the clear MVP of the game. Adam, from an offensive perspective, though, like we said, not a clean game. 
Johnny Wilson, we will need to see him rebound. Mm-hmm. He had a tough week of practice before LSU, a couple drops, but still had a really, really good game against LSU. Yeah. Yep. He's got it in him. Just got to jumble it around and make sure like he's got all the talent in the world. Sure. From an offensive perspective, what did you see that was positive from the Florida State Seminoles tonight that you think will carry them on to future success in the rest of the season? Well, I mean, first first things, I mean, they scored, well, they didn't score 66 points. They scored, uh, let's see, so seven of them were on Jarion's. Um, oh, and that was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, real yeah. nice. We have to shout him out. Like, that was an incredible play. He read that really well. They had, seven quarter, they had seven quarterback hurries. They had two sacks in the game, four tackles for a loss. Like, uh, yeah, that defense, the Adam Fuller haters might need to come to the Ooh, we'll have our them. we'll have that we'll have that reckoning here later <laughs> um yeah i mean offensively look you know i said that i didn't think jordan travis played his best game but he was still so poised back there running the show like getting guys where they need to be getting the offense into the right plays getting checks scrambling around as the offensive line blew a couple protections early and making big fourth down plays um they were not very efficient on third down in the first half but very efficient on fourth down because of Jordan Travis's ability to extend plays. Um, I mean, I think the passing attack continues to be a strength. They've got to, I think they've got to continue to dial that in though. They've got to, Jordan's got to be a little sharper with some of his throws and they've got to finish plays. Um, it was kind of cool. Keon Coleman looked like he kind of got pissed at one point and was like, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> dude, I'm that gonna take was half over. And what and a sequence. Kind of, yeah. It was kind of wild. He, he was, tired of the BS and just kind of took over these jumping dudes. And then they get right back to him, which was, which I like to see. Um, I was happy. I was happy that Trey got some touchdowns. There weren't a ton of yards there for him on counter. I mean, teams are clearly, they're going to stop counter. They've got a, teams have a plan of how to, how they want to stop counter. They're going to do everything they can. Um, Florida state did some key breaker stuff tonight. They ran counter to the side of the back, which they, we haven't seen them do a ton. Um, so they're they're working the diversity of that run game. Um, they just need to. I, I think that offensive line is going to be okay. They've got to just keep working the kind of the um, cohesiveness in there. Those guys have got to get the communications down. You get Mo back hopefully next week. Let those guys keep kind of grinding. I think that that group's going to become a strength. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Byers still seems to kind of not always know where he's going or what he's supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, that's kind of coming along. I think that those guys, hopefully by game four, are going to be hitting their stride. And, you know, they're going to need to be. They're going to need to do that to be to be Clemson. That toss play was a nice little wrinkle. Getting a way to find Benson getting up to speed and getting the momentum quickly. I thought that was very nice. Um, Kev, what do you think offensively? I think that, do you think that it was a positive or a negative that so early, we all thought that this was a game that, Florida State kind of needed to lab test the run game, right? Like, you got to get that run game going. It's a, it's a team that wants to run against anybody. Were you encouraged or discouraged that when Jordan Travis saw a one-on-one, no matter who the opponent was, he was going to go after it? Did you, did you like that? Do you think that Florida State was running their offense against USM like they would any other team? Are you were you discouraged that they didn't try to impose the run game a little bit more? No, I mean I, I don't I think you take what the defense is giving you. I, I'm 
I'm okay with him taking those shots. Mm -hmm. I think you just need to come up with more of those shots. There were, there was an overthrow of Jordan of Johnny Wilson early. There were a couple of balls where it felt like he was just lofting him up. It felt like Southern Miss sat on counter and, and really was prepared for them to go over the top. And I don't feel like FSU was really going to, you know, sit there and hit those intermediate routes that consistently. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think if you're going to point to encouraging things, it's that, you know, Darian Williamson do span mm -hmm. look like two yeah. guys that would probably start on basically any other team in the country. The depth I mean, of the wide receiver room. That's a great point. And it was interesting yeah. last year. We had the rotating cast of who was going to have their big receiving game that week. And you don't even really know. It's funny because Keon got his in that second quarter. But the depth of that wide receiver room, man, Darian Williamson and Deuce Spann early, they look great. Yep. Yeah, yeah they got Winston right involved. Um, Dustin Hill finally got his first catch, which was cool to see. Yep. The crowd seemed to react to that. That was a cool story. Um, yeah, they've got so many guys in that room that just can go make plays for them. I, I would like to see them start trying to – it just feels like right now everything is a go ball. Everything's a deep shot. Yes. Yeah. What would you like to see them focus on more from a passing game standpoint, Adam? That intermediate level, or is yeah, there like I think a route so. concept yeah. they're lacking yeah. on? Yeah, I, I think so. I think working the middle of the field a little bit more would be would is something I would love to see. Um, look, I mean, teams are teams are giving up these go routes for a reason. I mean, it's the mm -hmm. it's one of the lowest percentage throws in in football, um, but you've got two guys that are really good at going and getting them. So it makes sense to throw them, and that that's what they're giving you. Um, it just, yeah, I would love to see. You know, last week we saw some good slants, and I, it, it, I think it's important that the conversation about this game is framed also in the standpoint of you you played Sunday night, and you come back and you play Saturday, so you're on a short week. Yep, um, that means fewer practices. That means less game playing time. That means less time to heal your body. Like, there's a boatload of crap that went into this week just to get ready and you went out at 166 to 13 which is to your point is super impressive and i'm not trying to downplay the impressiveness uh, i think that. you're right the, the expectations though just to give you some credence to your point adam the expectations have shifted from week zero to week two absolutely like the the potential of this team honestly and in my opinion because of the performance of the rest of the college football world that, that Nimrod Kane just gave Florida State like four out of five advantages over Georgia. Like that to put it in perspective. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, and I'm not saying he's wrong on 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 any or all of them, but like put that in perspective. Like these that, are the conversations you're in now. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. So I'm with you. As the season progresses, the expectations, the trajectory. We're going to hold them in a little bit of a higher standard because we know that they have that potential in them. Yeah. So I think it's fair. So I would say good time to wrap it up. Adam, what's your of the USM game? Mm -hmm. Final thoughts, mission accomplished or not? Yeah, I think so. 66, 13, you, you, you did what you should have done. Um, you, you continue to put, stuff on film that you can go back into the film room and continue to point to to say, we've got to clean this up. Um, you came out of the game mostly healthy, which is what you needed to do. Mm. Um, 
I don't feel like I'm being that negative about like the No, I don't game. think so either. I don't think I, so. Either. I, I feel like it's just important to have the like we want them to go beat Clemson. They're gonna have to do this stuff to go beat Clemson. And and I know you this is USM, this wasn't Clemson, but like this shit's gotta get cleaned up or they're not gonna be Clemson. And um that's what I that's what my focus is because that's what I'm looking at now. They're gonna walk out there and beat BC and USM. I want them to go beat Clemson. So that, I'm going to focus on the things that are important to go do that. Catching the football, Jordan being sharp. Like, you can't, I don't think you could play a C game. They played a C game tonight. I don't think you could play a C game and go beat Clemson personally on the road. So I think, I think it was a little bit better in a C game, but to your point, still stands. To consistently have the success that it's not even hypothetical. The team is capable of this. Hell yeah. Like this, I, they could have they could have scored a hundred tonight. Somebody just said, "What did you want to see him score a hundred? They could have scored a hundred on that team if they wanted to. If yeah. if they had been sharp, they could have scored a hundred. I I, I, lo- I think I that's love fair. To see as, I love to see it. The calibrations as we get more info, more input, as the input keeps rolling in from these games, the expectation shifts. Kev, what do you think? Mission accomplished. What do you think that they need to work on? In the in the, like in the immediate in the next coming week, something that they really need to focus on getting better. Yeah, I I think throughout the season you're going to get halves like they had. That first half yeah. was a messy half, and you'd rather see it now than against Clemson or NC State. You know, like this half against NC State is why you lost that NC State game last season, but. It's good that they have this now. I think mm-hmm. I honestly think it's the best thing that could have happened is them come out and be rusty and not look mm-hmm. good against Southern Miss good in point. that first yeah. half. Because now, yeah. now they can point to, we have trouble catching the ball. We're having trouble winning these one-on-ones. We might need to find different ways to kind of diversify our run game, diversify you know, our, our, our passing tree in order to, to generate better matchups for our guys because we struggled to win those matchups, those shot plays that we wanted to win against Southern Miss. So how much we don't want to be in a position where we're playing Clemson and we need that shot play and we don't get it. And so I think it's a really good thing that we saw a little bit of struggle. I think that these kids, you know, they're number four in the country. They're being talked about in a way that a Florida State team hasn't been talked about in 10 years. So there's there's going to be a certain mindset, a certain thought mm-hmm. process that's in these kids' heads. And, you know, you don't like you don't need them to lose for them to realize that they can lose, you know, and I, I think there's plenty of stuff on that film to be like, look, yep, I agree. We did this, this and this wrong against Southern Miss and we did not perform the way that we wanted to. And I think that's invaluable. And I'm glad that that's happened now and now you get to work on it another week against Boston College hopefully you clean those things up and then you go into Clemson so I see this as tune up number one we'll Mm -hmm. see if they can take what they've messed up this game fix it for Boston College and that will be the litmus test to see how well prepared they'll be for Clemson I think that's great there's a lot of things that and, and, and I'm with you Kevin and Adam I agree with you both it's it's time. It, it was a good win that they won comfortably. They got to have. 
a lot of experience with the younger guys, but there is still a, a boatload of coaching tape that they can point to. Be like, guys, you're not at your apex yet. You could do this, this, and this, and this, and it's good. It gets them locked in. It gets them. It, it gets them ready for the rest of the season. So great win. They did what they needed to do. We still have not seen the final form of this team yet, which is absolutely nuts. It's, it's exciting, right? It really is, and it's I exciting. think that's a great way to frame it. Yep. Like we're. We're tough on them, but that's because we know what they can be. Yeah, it's we, cool that they're it's cool that they're developing. Like that's the exciting part is that their yes. best football is still in front of them, and you've got a blowout victory over LSU and a blowout victory over a, a bowl team last year. Like that's it's really exciting, and I, I guess maybe I'm reflecting on how this is all going. It's like you know people feel like I'm being negative. No, I'm just ready. No. I'm ready for them to go play Clemson. I don't want to talk about this game. I don't want to talk about next week. <laughs> they're going to smoke these fools. Boston College they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Than Southern well, we got to. I'm ready to talk about Clemson. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to see them line up against Georgia and play. Like I, I thirst for these moments now. Like because yeah, that's baby. what this team. That's what this team's capable of. Well, listen, I love you guys. I can't wait till the next time we talk where I don't sound like a muppet, like on crack. <laughs> like my voice is just so shitty. I love you all. Florida State did the deed. We did the deed. Mission accomplished. Not to an optimum level of efficiency, but guys, this team's got another gear. Yeah. And believe it or not, they're 2-0 and with a 60-point win over USM and a 21-point win over LSU. And we haven't seen that unknown gear yet. So I cannot wait to see it for Adam, for Kevin, for shitty voice McGee. <laughs> I love you all. Keep climbing. Keep climbing. Keep chopping. Get Trey out of here. Get him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.